So, Higurashi. <laughs> yep. It's a... More like when I cry. <laughs> Got him. Uh-huh. More uh-huh. like three gunshot sound effects while zooming in on a face. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, so, <gasps> let's just get this out of the way. What do you guys think? I think of this show. I think you'd like it, but it's probably not your favorite. I think... I, I think you have a fondness for it, but I don't think you like it that much. I think you're just like, yeah, that was that. That's neat. Okay, I love it. I fucking love you, Rush guys. Okay, well, I, I feel better about that now because I fucking also love this. So, a high five, Spooky. We're we're friendship is restored. <laughs> I was like anticipating this because I knew the fu- as soon as no, I picked it, fucking, I was like, the Deer loves ended- this. <laughs> The fucking friendship ended from Deer from, like, last week or whatever is, like, friendship restored. (laughs) Um, I am gonna start by saying that this is going to be a series that we revisit with later seasons. Okay. So. Oh boy. Yeah, oh boy, indeed. Well, do you want to explain why there's later seasons? Uh, as I like to explain it. I say, I always say season one is the what the fuck, (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. season two is the here's what the fuck, (laughs) and then season, well, there's, I haven't decided what we're gonna watch yet, but for sure Mm -hmm. at least season two we'll pull in a few episodes from, um, but yeah, and I mean, out of context, it's gonna be... Out of context into three episodes is really hard with the show. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it is hard to follow. But it, it's really to... hard to like this show when I've only seen three episodes out of context. Yeah, yeah and it's spoiler, really difficult. spoiler, um, I I was like struggling to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we just kind of mention what actually why he needs context, Spooky? Because that's the whole basis of this fucking anime. Literally. Uh, I. So, episode three, we open up yeah. with <laughs> Message uh, me what a you guy on the here. phone with some older man. And he's like, hey, uh, the missing the, the missing kid is this uh, Satoshi person. And the, we get Zoom on the kid who's like, oh, 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 what? <laughs> um, and then he's like, talking about some shit and then it's like oh no there's a, an evil girl gotta zoom in on her and then i don't know we go straight to an intro where with someone licking blood and then people naked in water yeah it's an anime intro mm-hmm. something about butterflies and cicadas you know it's it's a metaphor um maybe then the pro- protagonist the protagonist's mother, I assume, or Kara, or Guardian, I don't care, uh, is like, Hey, you look pale. You look sick. You got a uh, flu. Uh, by the way, someone's at the door for you. It's the girl. Mm-hmm. Some girl. And it's like, man, it's really hot in this place. This cicada's everywhere. Uh, heat really is some sort of through line with this series. Uh, it's hot. And he's at a doctor, and the doctor's like, "Wow, you've got a cold. I'm going to give you a shot." Um, and he's like, "Wow, cool." And while he's sitting in the waiting room, he hears 
protagonist hears three older ladies talking to each other about gossip and demons stealing a girl away, but really she just eloped or something. I don't know. I was struggling to keep up because it's like everything in this show is either like exposition dumped so quickly about things that if you don't already understand what it's about, you're going to miss it. Or it's like something actually interesting happening with weird fucking zooms. It's a time. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. Uh, then we learn... We cut to the protagonist having lunch with older man who I've dubbed Exposition Grandpa. Um, <laughs> because that's all he does. In every single scene that we see him in in these three episodes, he's just Exposition Man. Um... Well, isn't he and he's like, dead in one episode? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and he he's missing. like, oh, oh, hey, uh, this happened and this something, someone dies every year or something and some there's some disappearances going on and they're related to your group of friends protagonist or something. They have related and the protagonist gets angry and is like, no, what? That's not true. Zoom, zoom. Oh, Nani. Um, and then Grandpa's like, whoa, calm down, you fucking kid. You're gonna attract attention. And kid's like, what? Shut up. Um, he's like, the the last girl that went missing, or did the missings, or killings, or whatever, she shattered all the windows in some place, probably a school. I was not paying attention. Uh, so they took her to a neurologist, and the neurologist gave her drug. So, cool. Um, and he's like, well, you better watch out. You're probably in danger now, too. <laughs> while he's slurping his coffee um, and so now the protagonist is back at home and he's like shit scared and he's like locking up everything and is like I'm, I'm gonna die I'm gonna fucking die he gets a knock at the door and oh shit it's two random girls oh no uh, they've come to murder him nope just kidding they've come to talk to him they're like hey you okay you weren't at school today uh, you you still sick? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And they're like, here, have some food that someone made. Eat it. And he's like, okay, whatever. And and then they get possessed and have cat eyes. And they're like, haha, you didn't come to school. You better come to school tomorrow or you're going to regret it. And it's like, okay, so something seems to be going on to do with some sort of hive mind possession type thing. Or it's all in his head. Or it's something going on with the village or something i don't know um anyway <laughs> they leave and he starts eating the food and it's like mm, 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 yummy meatballs um but oh no he he goes oh, oh and goes backwards spits out the food and there's a sewing needle in one of the meatballs uh so he throws it against the wall and then gets angry and goes Rah! and throws everything against the wall um uh by the way, the meatballs were labeled A to E for some reason, and he ate the E one first, which it, I I am assuming is why he got the needle in it. If he ate it A to E, there wouldn't be the needle in it, so it's his fault. Um, and then he's like, "They aren't gonna erase me. I'm gonna write a fucking suicide note and put it behind a clock. That'll save me." Um, so he's like, "Hi, my name is this, and I'm gonna be killed because of." fucking shit and then he tapes it up behind a clock that's up against the wall that no one's gonna look at whatever 
Uh, anyway, it's the next day and he's going to school and, like, he's talking to some old lady and she's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, he, he walks past a van and the van driver's like, huh. And the van magically turns around on a narrow road and starts driving towards him at high speed. And he gets deer in the headlights. Zoom, zoom. <gasps> oh, Nani jumps out of the way just in time. And the van driver goes, ugh, shame. And keeps driving. And the guy's like, what the fuck's going on? People are trying to kill me. Was that a hit and run? Um, anyway, he goes to school and he's like, I'm going to defend myself. So he looks through all the lockers and finds a baseball bat. And he's like, yeah, this is it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill people with this. Uh, some small children come up to him and like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, I've got a baseball bat. Fuck off. And they're like, oh, okay, you, what? <laughs> um, then at lunchtime, he's swinging his baseball bat. And the two girls come up to him and are like, you okay? And he's like, I'm swinging my baseball bat. And they're like, oh, okay, crazy boy. Um, and then at the end of school, they're like, hey, let's, let's, let's fucking play in the club play some games after school and he's like no i just want to go home and they're like wow you fucking misogynist you fucking piece of shit man you don't like women you don't want to play with girls you fucking misogynist and he's like i am a lady um and he starts running home with his baseball bat um and another one of the girls follows him and he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And then he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And then he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And then he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And then he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And then he's like, stop following me. And she's like, no. And he's like, stop following me. And she's like, but I'm going the same way you are because that's where my home is. And he's like, okay, you go in front then. And then he's like, keep walking she's like no and then he's like keep walking and she's like no no. and he's like keep walking and she's like why do you have the boy who went missing's baseball bat and he's like well nanny zoom zoom um and she's like you're doing everything he did before he went missing and he's like what and she's like he grabbed a baseball bat after never playing sport and started swinging around at lunch and then started isolating himself and then walked to school by himself and walked home by himself. And he's like, you're not going to transfer like he did, right? And he's like, what? What happened to him? Did he transfer? And then she gets possessed and is like, you're not going to transfer. And he's like, transfer? And then suddenly, uh, exposition grandpa, we're at home. Uh, the kid's protagonist is shit scared, so he locks up the house, closes the curtains. Everything's locked up. He's watching TV. Um... He's like, calls up exposition grandpa, and he's like, bro, um, someone's trying to kill me. First there was a needle in a thing, and the grandpa's like, cool, do you have the needle? We can use that as evidence to, like, find out what's going on. And he's like, cool, let me just go check. Oh no, my parents cleaned up the kitchen where I threw the meatball and didn't leave it. So, <laughs> uh, the needle's gone. And he's like, oh, oh well. And he's like, what else happened? He's like, I nearly got run over by a van. And he's like, did you get the license plate? And he's like... Uh, he's like, well, we can't fucking do anything unless we have evidence. And he's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure, like, I'm not at risk in my life. Everything's fine. And then suddenly we cut, zoom, zoom, ding dong. There's a girl at the door. Oh no, she's gonna kill him. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, so, uh, I'm just gonna kind of mildly explain these arcs as we go through the episodes. Uh, because I think it'll be easier that way. So, uh, that arc ends with her, uh, 
at that scene, she, like, goes to his house and she, like, tries to open the door and he, like, slams the door on her fucking fingers and is like, get the fuck away from me. And then he doesn't go to school. Uh, and then her and the green-haired girl, uh, Rena and Mion, they both show up to his house, uh, like, the next day. And they come in to his room and, uh... They're like, hey, hey, like, how are you doing? And stuff. And then they start seeming real uh, possessed again, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And Rena holds him behind his arms and Mion uh, pulls out a syringe to inject him with it. And he beats them both to death with a baseball bat. Uh, and then he runs... He- Sees that the mysterious men in the van are, like, outside of his house. Uh, so he flees his house, uh, where they won't see him, and he runs to a phone booth, and he calls, uh, who you call Exposition Grandpa. And, uh, Exposition Grandpa's like, yo, what the fuck's going on? And he's, like, clearly lost his mind. Uh, and he starts scratching at his own throat and kills himself by scratching through his throat uh and then losing blood wait so who does that is it the protagonist or the other guy who went missing the protagonist satoshi the guy who went missing is like long gone you don't see him at all he's been gone for like a couple years no 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 don't say that because we do see him in a future episode remember uh sure uh but yeah so uh keichi uh Scratches his own throat out, essentially, and dies from mm-hmm. it. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, what the next episode we see is alive again. Weird, right? Wow. Wow. Spoilers. <laughs> so anyway, dear uh, episode 13? <laughs> yeah, so it's episode 13. Protag isn't dead. And he's staring into the ceiling, thinking about beating up a man with a bat. And he's like, it was a dream, it's fine. So he goes out to his shed and grabs an axe, ready to kill a dude. But when he walks outside, he has a moment and hears something behind him. But actually, it was nothing. And then there's the anime intro. And when he gets to the house he's going to, there's no bike there. So he knows something happened. And so he goes inside and it's really, really messy. And yesterday's dinner for two is on the table and it isn't touched, so he's like, huh, I guess something happened. And then there's weird noise in the bath, so he checks. And Satoko had some rice on her shirt, and he's worried, but there's so much steam that he can't really <laughs> he's see worried what's going on. She, her clothes so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> there's rice on Um, She is basically in the bath counting to a number. She's at like 5,000. And she's basically dying from overheating because she was forced to stay in the bath by, I believe, her uncle is yes. the relationship. Yeah, yep. her uncle. Because if I remember correctly, because I've seen this before, he's abusive and shitty? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and he was basically telling her to stay in the bath and count to 10,000 uh, because her body would overheat. It's just, it's abuse. Um, so, Ki- Protag starts screaming, wants to kill him, uh, starts to axe everything around the house, but he's not there. So then he picks her up and they go to the clinic. Um, but there's some police outside the door and that's weird. So he puts her in a bush and checks it out. 
and someone was having mania and shit and being treated for breathing weird and he died and then a call comes over the radio and the police were like, yeah, it was a sleeping pill suicide thing. And it was the doctor, apparently, the the, the, the coach doctor that... Uh, he was a doctor? Oh, I, don't, I shouldn't ask this. I've never even knew who he was. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Erie, the who the, the girl really, really was close to, and there's also, like, a search going on for someone, and then the little girl cries because she doesn't understand what's happening, and he's like, oops, uh, I told him to die, so now he's dead. Uh, that's my fault. And she's like, no, that's not what happened. And he still wants to take her to the clinic, but she's like, I'd really want some clothes first, so she they go to Rika's. And Rika lives in one of the temples nearby. And also, the police guy apparently went missing too, so there's that. And the kid is, like, freaking out because he's like, Oh god, would I wish people to die? Uh, they do. And she's like, don't talk about my uncle, though. And he's like, actually, I killed him. She's like, no, don't talk about my uncle. Put me down. You're crazy. And tells him to go home. And she's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go get some clothes from Rika. And then he sees a bunch of crows going up on the box on the stairs. And he's like, oh, that's weird. So he goes up there and, oh, God, we see a dead body, actually. Who who could it be? It's Rika. Woohoo. And her insides are all torn out. And so he freaks out and starts attacking the crows. And then while attacking the crows, he drops the axe in her blood. Because of course he does. Because yeah, of course he does. Yep. And then other girl walks up and she's like, "Oh my god, you killed her!" And she doesn't believe him when he's like, "No, I didn't." And then there's a chase scene. It's a very dramatic chase scene, and it goes on for a very long time. And by very dramatic, you mean like not at all dramatic. <laughs> and they're like a slow. Yeah. They're like kind of walking slightly faster than usual. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and talking like um, calmly. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's so, God, it's just like hey, like slow down a little bit. I can't keep up with you. Sort of chase scene. Um, yeah. So they so they get to a bridge, and then she trips and falls, and she's like, "Oh no, Rika!" And she's like, "Why do you have that axe?" So he's like, "Fuck it," and throws it off the bridge. And she's like, "No, I'm still not okay with you, because you could choke me out. You're bigger than me and stronger than me." And he's like, "Okay, well." Uh, let's put my hands behind my head. And she's like, I don't think you're bad. Uh, just possessed. Because one time I climbed on a roof, and that was bad. And I went into this place while playing hide-and-seek with my friends. And it's a room full of, like, torture devices. And no one can find me here during hide-and-seek. So I'm gonna actually try to climb out, because this is kind of cheating. And then she broke the arm of one of the statues in there, the religious statue, and she's like, oh no, I've cursed everything forever. And Rika got the blame for the statue being broken as well. So every since she fucked that up, things got really weird. Her brother, who loved her, ran away, and she thought protagonist, protagonist, protagonist. would be a good replacement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would be a good replacement, but now he's cursed. So she's like, okay, well, I'm gonna deal with this, and uh, shoves him off the bridge. But he caught a rope on the side, and she's like, no, I really want you to die, and I really want you to give me back my brother, because I'm just insane now. And she's, like, wiggling the bridge to try to get him to let go, and he's like, please don't. But then he finally falls, and there he goes. 
and while he's dropping down, he wishes everyone in the world around him, in the city around him, to die. And then we cut to a person in a bar eating food, and there was apparently a disaster on the news, and a bunch of people were dying in their sleep in the area that literally everything was happening with protagonist, and it was a poisonous gas from a volcano or underground vent that hit the entire area so everyone is dead, so his wish came true. But actually, one person survived, and it's, uh, I, is it Kaichi? Kaichi. It's protagonist, Keiichi. isn't it? Yeah, that him? Yeah. yeah, it's protagonist. I was just trying to actually say his name. Kaichi. Kaichi. Yeah. Um, because maybe he was in the river or just luck? I don't know. He's alive. And then that that's the episode. Boom. Cool. So everyone's dead. Yeah. Yep. So that arc doesn't really have too much to say aside from, like, Satoko. Like, exactly what you said. Satoko, uh, her uncle comes back into town. He's abusive. It pisses Keiichi off. He, like, kind of goes off the rails, uh, kills her uncle. Uh, yeah. it is mentioned... Like she said, you're possessed. Stop acting like you're Keiichi is like the big thing there. Um, mm-hmm. Because of Oyashiro-sama. So, which is the curse that's talked about throughout the series. That's pretty neat. It's and talked there. about, but never explained. Oh. Until like, well, weird. I mean it is. Like the last episode, I think. Uh, Not in any episode we watched. I, it, yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> I'll talk about yeah, that. We'll... When I mean <laughs> explained, fine. I don't mean like we're not given like a backstory of like it all started when this person did this, and and then mm-hmm. a witch was like, "I cursed the village for a hundred years." I mean, like explained as in I have no fucking clue oh what no, this curse actually is. I know you don't. And by the end of season one, I just know one, that it exists. Yeah, and it's a thing that everyone talks about. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? So by the end of season one, we don't. <sighs> We don't fully know. Yeah. Mm. So, like I, mean, I said, anyway. kind of, they do kind of explain what it does in like the last two episodes, like in the cave area. But like, that's about it. Anyway, anyway. episode twenty. Mm-hmm. People have died. Mwah. Duh. We, we get more exposition. Uh, people have died. Someone's clawing out their own throat. Uh, the news wouldn't air stuff going on about it because of, about the curse. The curse! Uh, and my family pressures the police to make sure no information gets out. This is all from Green Hair Girl, um, talking to protagonists on the phone. Um, and then she's, and then I desperately tried to keep up with all this information being dumped at the site at the point. And I've gone, okay, she starts talking about the curse, and she's like, the curse affects the villagers during some type of festival at night, but... And, and then I gave up trying to keep typing it all, so it's like, that's all we get. Um, so, uh, she tells him stuff, and then she hangs up on him, and protagonist is like, but... And then she's like, okay, I've got to call someone else now. Uh, she calls someone else and talks to them. I didn't write down what the conversation was, because I don't think I cared. Um, anyway, we cut to... <laughs> She's got a man chained up in some sort of building and is, like, interrogating him. And this is where we get exposition scene number 272, um, where she's like, yo, what happened to Satoshi? And he's like, uh, he's not alive. Stop thinking he's alive. Like, I really don't think he's alive. And she's like, I'm gonna choke you. Tell me what I want. 
while I choke your air pipe so you can't talk properly. Um, uh, and, and then it's like, yo, uh, no, he ain't alive because he wasn't erased because he killed his aunt. And then the guy's like, but I thought the guy who killed his aunt was caught and it was just some drug dealer or some shit. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's like, uh, members of the old alliance know about what's going on. And then I tried to keep up, but that's all I wrote. And I was just like, it's some Illuminati bullshit. I don't know. I can't keep up with this. Um, anyway, uh, she walks out and she's like, okay, I guess she lives in some underground mole man lair. Um, with like prisons everywhere. And then she goes to some bottomless pit and is like, Satoshi, are you at the bottom of this pit for some reason? Um, and she just kneels down and her torch falls behind her and it casts a shadow, but she thinks it looks like him for some reason. And this is where, see, he's not dead because we see him because it's her shadow. Um, and so she's like, I, I love you. I want to be with you forever. And he's like, no, you've got to live. Don't die. She's like, but I want to be with you. I'm going to, I'm going to take a leap of faith and be with you. And he's like, you're going to fucking die if you do that. Don't do that. And then she accidentally kicks the torch, and uh, he goes away, and she's like, No, don't go! Anyway, we go back to her walking in the underground area, and there's a girl who looks just like her, I think. I can't really tell. Um, Who's also locked up. And she's like, Hey, uh, I'm angry at you. And the girl's like, Ah, no! I can't remember what they were writing about because I guess I just didn't care enough to write down what they were talking about. They were talking um, about why she didn't try to protect Satoshi. Okay. Anyway, uh, she goes to sleep, I guess. Um, then everyone in the village is alive again, I guess. The whole volcanic thing is resolved or didn't happen or was a dream or did happen, but it's a time loop or I don't know. It's not explained to me in the episodes we watched, so I don't really care um i have no idea what the stakes are or how any of this works or what the mechanics or rules are of any of this so it's like okay um anyway so everyone's alive i guess again um the little girl that was killed by the crows is alive again as well and apparently is the head of like some house or organization or some shit don't tell me what it actually is i don't care um, and the greenhead girl's like, you know what's going on, like, you, you, you're the head of this thing, and you should take better responsibility and harm these kittens, and she's like, there's four bad kittens, nya, and she's like, I punished two of them, and she's like, you should let the other two kittens off, nya, and the girl's like, no, I'm gonna kill those kittens, um, that's the end of that, um, so green girl is at home now, and she's like, lost her mind because she's like stabbing the ground with a knife that she's got paranoid for all fuck and she's like Aah! and then she comes to her senses and like i'm gonna no this is i i, I I'm, I'm i've got this i'm in control and then ding dong uh it's the little girl and she's like i've got a big bottle i want some soy sauce she's like okay uh give me the bottle she's like no i want to come in and get it she's like okay and then they're walking in, and she's like, Wow, you're following my footsteps exactly, so I can't hear your footsteps. It's like, whoa, that's something. Um, anyway, she pulls a panel in the floor to reveal where the soy sauce bottles are. 
And then the little girl's like, I want all the soy sauce bottles. Nyahaha. And pulls out a needle and starts walking towards her. But, uh, sprays green-haired girl with a bug spray. Green-haired girl's like, ah, bug spray, no! Um, and the little girl pulls out the needle and is like, I'm gonna stab you with this. And green-haired girl's like, bitch, you thought! And flips her over. And, like, we get this Mexican standoff with her with a taser and this tiny child with a needle and a bug spray can. And then green-haired girl kicks the newspapers in the air and scares little girl as she tases her, grabs her needle and stabs her with it. And is like, how about, how do you like that? Them apples. Um, and gr- little girl's like, ah, don't fucking stab me. You were meant to be stabbed and blah, 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 blah. Uh, green-haired girl's like, I'm gonna get off on torturing you now. You're gonna come to my dungeon, and I'm gonna torture you for hours and hours. I'm gonna get off to it. It's gonna be so much fun. And the little girl's like, nope, grabs a knife and just kills herself. She's like, I ain't, you can't torture me. I quit. Um, and then we get zoom, 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 um, on the green-haired girl. And, and it's like, the, the phone's ringing. And it's, oh no, it's the other girl, Soturko, and she's like, hey, is the the other little girl there? She went to get soy sauce and she isn't back yet. And green hair girl's like, well, she's here, but I've made so much food. She's just going to eat dinner here. You know what? I've made so much. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You should come over too. And then end credits. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. So you can assume that uh, Satoko gets fucking weeded. Yeah. No, no, it's like Kill Bill. We get like a final showdown. No, Satoko gets weeded, <laughs> and then yeah. and then she weeds her twin her twin sister too. And then she uh, shows up to Keiichi's house, and then she stabs him in the stomach, and then she accidentally uh, falls off a ledge and dies. <laughs> so I'm gonna just say straight up: if I watched all of this, I might like it, mm-hmm. but. Just going off the three episodes I watched, I'm preempting it with saying this before Dia says anything. Just going off the three episodes that I watched, I absolutely hated this. Okay. I, I, I mean that I, that was a little bit obvious. I was I was not like because it was so disjointed with like. Oh, by the way, at the end of this episode, everyone's dead except our main protagonist, and then the next episode, it's like, by the way, we're not. The next episode we watched, it's like. We're not following the protagonist anymore. Spooky. We're following this mm-hmm. other girl who was a side character. And okay. it's like... Go ahead and explain what you were going to explain. You can. Oh, no. I'm, I'll like... wait. I'll wait. Okay. Well, explain sorry. it. Uh, I'm going to kind of explain the series overall, so that's why I'm like... It's going to take a minute. <laughs> so yeah. If you want me Do to it. explain now, Do I can. It. Okay. Do it. Okay. So... Uh, Basically, to start off, from what we know from watching it as you go through, uh, these mysterious murders happen, and it always happens on the night of the Cotton Drifting Festival. It always takes place over the course of, like, uh, I know it's in the month of June. I don't know how long, maybe a couple weeks or something. Um, anyway, there's a, a festival, and um, it there's a curse connected to it. Where one person will die, one person will get demoned away. Uh, and it all started because back in the day, 
there was supposed to be a dam construction that was supposed to flood the town, and basically a bunch of townspeople got together and, like, protested, and then, like, some murders happened. Um, and ever since, there's been the curse. Uh, and normally the people who die are were somehow involved with the dam project. Um, at least at first. Uh, and I mean, even... Some of the later ones are, too. I can't fully remember. Um, but anyway, uh, so through the whole thing, they always reference Oyashiro-sama, uh, who is, like, the god of this village. Uh, and they also mention that, he, uh, essentially, he was a human-eating demon, <laughs> uh, like, thousands of years ago or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um... So, through the whole thing, they talk about Oyashiro-sama's curse and how these murders happen, and you see characters, like, in that first episode we watched, you know, with, like, the demon eyes, um, very possessed. So, you... Yeah, they're, they're demon cat eyes. Yeah. So, uh, murders ensue, and then after all of that happens, you wake up and the two weeks have reset themselves or whatever amount of time it is and everybody's fine and that's like uh one of the big mysteries throughout the first season is like what the fuck is going on here like why are these characters dying Wait. and then suddenly they're back S uh-huh so so okay 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 so the curse is you get possessed Someone gets possessed, and then for a period of time they go around killing people, and then that time gets reset. Yeah, so basically the the, What's... the curse itself is one person dies, one person gets spirited away. Uh, the possession type thing is uh, kind of the explanation for how the people die and how the people, like, disappear. So... Okay, okay, yes. so, so the consequence... So, when everything gets reset, mm -hmm. one person still has died and one person still has mysteriously disappeared. They're alive again once it gets reset until the night so, of the Cotton Drifting Festival again. And the per the victims can change. The victims can change. So, so basically it's a curse where something happens and then that thing never happened. Kind of. <laughs> Uh, well, if if it's if it's something that happens in a in a yes. set period, say okay, the, something okay, curse start. Yes. Person one goes around killing five people. End time curse. Yes, everyone's back alive again. People, everything's back the, to normal. Whenever the time resets, nobody remembers anything that's it's happened. Groundhog Day, basically. Yes. Without one so person. So, okay, so does anyone remember that what's happened? Does, like, the person who committed the murders remember the doing the murders? Because uh, if not, it's like, no. I don't understand what the conflict so, here is. So, no, but that doesn't mean that no characters remember. Okay, so some people do remember it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, like, well, I'm just trying yes. to... I'm, I'm just trying to understand it, because it's like, what's the, like, like... I understand, like, right. characters wanting to end it, but, like, right. if it's, like, if it's this this curse where everything resets at the end of it, yes. it's, like, what are the stakes, then? One, like, one character like, always remembers. 
you don't know who it is in season one, which is a big part of the, you know, I said season okay, one's the okay. what the fuck, and season two's the, oh, that's what the fuck? That's why. Because, yeah, I, I guess my thing is, like, if yeah. that's the case, then the stakes are yeah. like, oh, something, we, we should probably do something about this, but, like, it's not really worth getting terrified right. and no like, they it doesn't really elicit the level of drama that the show was giving off yeah. to me no i totally i 100 get what you're saying but yeah no they don't remember how there are times where there are glimpses of memory uh in like that you the, see in like the, main the, character. the main character remembering him going around with an axe murdering people well no that that happened in his that in actually that, happened oh yeah no in the timeline he legitimately beats satoko's uncle to death <laughs> Okay. So, um, but anyway, so, uh, each arc is, is focusing on a different character, uh, through the whole thing. So it's like, the, the first arc is like just kind of the setup arc where it's like Keiichi and mostly, uh, Reina and, uh, Mion. The, the second arc is focused, uh, entirely on Mion and her twin sister, Shion. Um, and then, like, Satoko gets an arc, and so on and so forth. Um, so, most of the series is working through that. There's some, like, backstory stuff sprinkled throughout, uh, just basically slowly revealing things to you so you can start making connections. Um, and then you get to the final arc, where uh, events that happened in the first arc happen again, but with uh, Rena instead of Keiichi. Being kind of the protag. Okay. Uh, and That's kind of what I thought it was, but I was like, well, I, I don't have enough information to oh, really think that. that wasn't was Reina, that was Shion. We didn't watch anything from the last arc, because if I showed you any episode of the last arc out of context, it would have been, like, way too fucking much. Okay, well then, because <laughs> the, yeah. the last episode, I kind of got the vibe of, like, Okay, the protagonist seems to be acting normal again, so is this, like, a case where yeah. now we're following this character that's going through the curse or whatever, and now we're following this character that's going through it? Yeah, so um, the, the last then. episode we watched actually was a flashback arc. It happened, uh, it took place, it's actually the second arc. Uh, it's just when <sighs> you when you watch the second arc, you assume it's Mion doing the killing, and this is from Shion's point of view, and she's actually the one doing it. Um, the, the latter half of the series and one big complaint I do have about it is the latter half is very flashback heavy. It's very like, here's a thing that happened in the past. And while I don't dislike mm -hmm. it, I wish it would have been more balanced instead of like, here's this whole like giant section is just going to be like, here's shit that's happened before. Um, I, I would have preferred it to be a little more sprinkled throughout. Um, but yeah, the, the big thing with that with that arc is uh, just that Mion and Shion as characters, it's like a big developing thing for them. Um, but the the final arc with Rena uh, is basically her trying to figure out what's going on, and from her conclusions, <laughs> uh, she thinks that Oyashiro-sama's curse isn't actually a demon's curse. That it's actually um, alien parasites that are essentially making people go crazy. Uh, and then um, Keiichi 
that's when we get a glimpse of Keiichi remembers the first arc when he killed uh, Rena uh, and um, Mion. Um, and he remembers that the paranoia, the reason he couldn't find the needle is because there wasn't a fucking needle. That was like extreme paranoia hallucinations because once you've, you, once your brain has become so infected with whatever the fuck this is, um, you, you start to hallucinate, you start to go crazy. And that's why he scratched his throat out at the end of the first arc. Uh, it's because the, his brain is so far gone at that point. Um, so that's why, like, in that first arc, it's like, I told you, uh, at the end, like, they're holding him down, they have, like, a syringe, uh, he thinks back on it and realizes, like, that's not what happened at all, it was, like, a marker, and they were just, like, doing something they did in, like, their club activities together as, like, a quote-unquote punishment game they would, like, draw on your face, um, and, like, the needle isn't... Like, the needle was never there, or the needle in the food was never there or anything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the issue with the final arc uh, is that's in that arc, Rena is the one going insane, and we're getting her point of view. So, it's not like a, a real truthful point of view, and Rena's also not a character that knows what's going on. Because there is only. There's technically more than one character that we can assume knows what's going on, but of the main characters, there's only one character that, like, knows what's going on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I... This, this also only happens in this tiny little village, by the way. Yeah, it's a very Yeah, I village. assumed as much. Because of, like, the, 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 the way... Because um, we got a glimpse of someone outside the village with the whole volcanic ash thing at the end of that one episode where they're like... Hey, the entire village is dead except one kid. Oh, TV's dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what happened to that? It's like, oh. It's like, yeah. okay, so it, it's very clearly localized to just this village. Yeah. Um, and the issue comes hey. up where if you move away, it can start to have effects on you, which is why uh, Rena busted out all the windows of her school and stuff and said she was like seeing Oyashiro at night. It's because moving away has effects on you also. Uh, so I mean, I the more I hear about this, the more I'm like, okay, now that like the mystery is starting to unfold for me, it's like I inside my head, it's like you know what, I didn't like this, but like, hey, at least there's some sort of mystery to like I'm kind of vaguely interested in. Mm -hmm. But it's like now that I know more about it, it's like I don't care. <laughs> I just I mean, there's only so much we can do with three episodes, especially with this. Yeah. I know, but, like, even just hearing about it, it's, like, like, the, the way that this curse or whatever kind of may or may not work, it's, like, it, it feels like so much, so much is withheld, and, like, a lot of the show feels like it's not the story itself that is the draw for it, but how the story is told, that's the draw for it. I don't like, think that's a bad thing, though. I'm not saying- no, 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 I'm not saying that's good or bad, I'm just saying that's the, the, like, the, the star attraction of the show. Like, I'm not saying- Okay. This, like, that's why I'm saying, like, I still probably don't really care about it, is like, because it's like, the story itself, now that I know more about it, 
doesn't really seem that interesting to me. Like, the mystery, it's like, well, someone knows about... Someone, one character knows everything still from all these time loops or whatever you want to call it, and it's like, so? Yeah, well... It's like, okay? That's a lot of, um, like I said, where season two comes in, and there's a lot of uh, not explaining, obviously, on purpose, because I'm only explaining season yeah, one Yeah, because they want to explain it later on, yeah. which I understand, but it's like, that. that's why, like, especially with the way you're saying the last act falls out, where it's like, you're following this one character, and she's an unreliable narrator, and we follow her descent through it all. It's like, Okay, I get it. I get what the show is. The show is more about how the story's told, not what the story actually is. What the story is is important, but it's not as important as how they're telling you it. Um, yeah. No, I can see what you're saying there, for sure. Um, and and I, I guess my thing is, like, from the three episodes that I've watched, mm-hmm. I'm not really that big a fan of how they're telling the story, either. Because um, it's like... Un- it, it, there's there, there's scenes where stuff happens, but so much of it is just expositional dialogue of like back and forth, shot, reverse shot, shot, reverse shot. Tell me what's going on. No, this happened. No, this happened. No, no this happened. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Um, it, 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 I mean, it was borderline comical, especially at the very end where it was like zoom, zoom, zoom. You should come over. Yeah. Um, it That's part of it just of being a, a product of its time. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I believe this, yeah. I forget when this was made. Uh, it, it released in 2006. <sighs> Wait, are you saying this was a, a mid-noughties anime? I, I, I never would have guessed. What? <laughs> Wait. Wait, what did you just say? What do you mean, what do you mean mid-90s? Mid-noughties. Oh. Oh. I thought you... Yeah, um, I was confused. Uh, so, I was gonna just bring up that, because I didn't get a second... Uh, 10 out of 10, I, this is one of my favorite animes. Oh, you gave 10 out of 10? Uh, I give yeah. Yigarashi like a... Probably like an 8. Probably like an 8. This is one of the few animes that I was just like dumbfounded by as a kid, and I was just like, hell yeah, like, I'm down, I'm here for it, yeah. let's go. Um... No, I, I really like the first, I like the first season way more with the context of the second season, which is why we're mm-hmm. going to watch a few episodes of that too. Uh, we do have a main character change in the second season, by the way. The main character becomes mm-hmm. the character who knows what the fuck is happening. Uh, and that's when we get a little more into the content that I personally like. Uh, this is a series based on visual novels. Uh, so there is information that's in visual novels that they couldn't fit into the anime, um, which I mean, is just kind of what happens, you know, you can't, you can't really help that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think my favorite part of this series is like experiencing season one, watching season two, and then being like, oh, okay, like I get this stuff now, and then doing like almost a deep dive into the wiki because <laughs> I haven't played the fucking yeah. visual novels. Um, yeah. But there's a lot, I don't know, I think there's a lot of like super interesting content in it. And then if you want to get really fucking crazy, you can read um, Umineko when they cry, 
Uh, which I haven't done yet, but I have friends who have done. Wait. And I'm planning on doing it soon. Yeah. Maybe Necker. I've seen people talk about that. Well, it's almost like it's everyone's favorite thing <laughs> by by this oh, guy. Oh, yeah. This has been recommended to me before. To, to play or to, to wait, to play or to watch? If anyone recommended you watch it. Okay, I was going to say. Uh, I. Why would people recommend me watch shit? They don't want recommend me watch anime. Okay, fair. Uh, from, from my understanding, the best way to really experience, well, I don't know. I think visual novel's fine. I think the, the manga's probably, like, the best way to experience Umineko, and you never want to fucking watch it. Um, but, uh, so if you want an even bigger understanding of the series, then you also <laughs> get all of the context of Umineko, and apparently it makes your context of Higurashi completely fucking different. Like, apparently, like, the groundwork is laid, and you're like, oh, okay, so this is, like, there's more to it. He connects all of his universes, which I think is, is pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't change it to an insane amount, uh, but it, it contextualizes a lot of things and makes you understand things better, and then once you understand those things, you're like, oh, okay, got it. Uh, but this is definitely, yeah. I mean, all of his stuff is, like, things that you commit time to. <laughs> um, and I guess if, if you don't like that, if you don't like series where you're like, okay, I'm going to commit time to this, he probably wouldn't like it. But I think as far well, as I... series that you do want to spend a lot of time uh, in one universe, it's, like, perfect. Uh There's just so it, much. The thing, the thing to me is, like, spending time in a universe. Uh-huh is really dependent on how sort of how sort of interesting and inviting that universe actually is. Yeah, and I mean like if if the if the universe isn't appealing to you, oh, yeah. you're not going to be like, "Oh, this is set in that universe of that property that I found kind of underwhelming." Oh boy. Oh no. Uh, I get that 100%. And I mean that's really the case with like any show or anything, right? It's like if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. Um, I'm just saying if you, if, th for anybody, if this is, if you do like that kind of stuff, this is like yeah, yeah, the yeah. series for you, as long as you like, uh, murder I, mystery, as I like to, I like to call series like this good edge, because it's really I edgy. I hate that now, I hate that now I'm like, god damn it, Umi Neko was on my fucking list of, like, things to eventually get to and play, uh -huh. but now I'm, like, kind of dreading it. Oh no, I I'm wouldn't like, dread I, it. It's it's very I, different, but the same as Higurashi. <laughs> that's the thing yeah. to me. It's like it's different, but like similar. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know if I it, if it's going to hurt me. The the anyway, big issue I, I think with recommending just Umineko is I feel like you almost want to play through Higurashi first. I don't know if it's necessary. I'll have to like talk to friends who've like read through Umineko. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'd 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 give this a negative one because to me the only redeeming features that I found interesting or worth watching for was the hilarious um, uh, editing bits, like the fucking zooms. Every time there was a zoom, it made me laugh. Oh yeah, no, it the was zooms so, were fucking hilarious. It was so dumb, so bad. I fucking couldn't stop laughing. Um, the rest of it, it's like, 
the speed at which information was delivered made it impossible to keep up. Yeah. Like, if it was delivered slower, or if, like, information was delivered more efficiently through dialogue or even through action scenes, like, it would have been a lot easier for me to stay interested and stay engaged. But, like, through a lot of those, like, second episode and third episode was, like, exhibition started, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this time to understand. It's like, it's like, okay, what's, what's, wait, what's that? What's, what's this? What's this? Okay, this is very clearly something I should know. This is very clearly something I shouldn't know yet. And it's like, I, uh, I give up. I guess I should say the exposition is told a lot slower and a lot of what you saw was uh, more refresher than anything. Or just like offhand mentioning no. it. Uh, I guess, like I said, the big issue with that is I it's three episodes. Uh, so I just kind of have to be like, okay, this one says this. Yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. with it. Uh, versus like, hey, that's here's why you have exp- to take... slow exposition. <laughs> that's why you have to take everything I'm saying. Like, oh, the, no. The caveat asterisk of yeah, no, I totally I get that. Because I only watched three episodes. No, I, and like I said, I totally get that. This is a series. It's super hard to... Uh, but yeah, even even like even even then, I'm like I I still don't want to go back and watch all the other episodes or even just watch it in order because it's like eh eh anyway, that's been yeah. anime. Yeah. What's your anime? Anime, anime, anime. Figure out sometime when yeah. you revisit Higurashi. <laughs> Anime. So, anime. Can we make it like at least like a, a few months before we vi- revisit it, so I can like get it out of my mind, so I don't go in like jaded and like still thinking kind of annoyed about it. Yeah, no, I mean, so like I come back and it's like, oh yeah, that I'm I I it's out of my mind now, so I can go in fresh and try and give it a better shot this time. Uh, yeah, I wasn't planning on doing it like instantly or anything. Okay, good. But yeah, anyway, thank you all for listening and coming along to our TED Talk. Um, We won't be back. um, Because this podcast is actually going to loop at the end and it's going to go back to the beginning. And only one of the three of us is going to remember that it's looped. It'll be me. (laughs) It'll be spooky. Spoilers Mm. for season two of the podcast. (laughs) It's spooky. (laughs) Also, I killed Deer! Oh no! But don't worry, Deer will be back when you re-listen to this podcast episode. (laughs) Nice. Gasp. Okay, bye everyone. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)